so since then, that's why I always keep a javelin by the front door. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. Glad you tuned back in for another talk. Welcome all of our new subscribers and our pre-existing subscribers. Glad to have you. Appreciate your viewing and listening and subscribing and contributions. Shows a lot of support to us and it really means a lot. So hope we can help you and you're definitely helping us keep at it and pursuing our goals. So we got a talk today for you on being patient. So patience, I think this is something everybody can relate to at some time or another. I think impatience is, at least part of it is, like how we've talked about before, kind of being uncomfortable with that time in between satisfactions. You like get in that space where you're in between stuff and you're just like, mm, I want to get to the next thing. I need to get the next thing done and get the next thing figured out. I need to do whatever I got to do next. <laughs> so when you learn how to be more patient, then you learn how to be okay with that time in between. And that's just a whole nother benefit that comes out of it on its own is just being able to be in those moments in between the things you have to do because that's when you don't have to do anything. That's when your mind can relax, when you can have that creative space to just think about whatever you want to think about and not always have your mind filled with your responsibilities for the day or week or whatever. Really live in the now. Yeah. Really go hand in hand. Impatient comes in and out of life from some of the most stressful seeming moments and even just the small roadblocks we encounter in our day-to-day -day life, affecting our moods, relationships, sometimes even putting ourselves in danger just because we're not in the present moment and we're worried about the future or even just stuck on reminders of the past. As we become more civilized and we're getting used to having things at the grasp of our fingertips, we've really started developing the nasty habit to be impatient. With our new development of this, we are losing our touch with Mother Nature, we're putting ourselves through unnecessary torture, and missing out on so many precious moments. Moments we could be learning from, memories we could find worth holding on to, creating a healthier and more pleasing life, not just for ourselves, but for all of our loved ones. <clears throat> and patient goes hand in hand with self-discipline, and it's possibly one of the greatest skills anyone can achieve to practically become superhuman. If you put in the effort and allow time to work with you, you'll find you can achieve the most remarkable things. You can use roadblocks to make you stronger and more resilient. All it takes is just a little bit of effort and your time. But to develop such skills and awareness, it, it of course will take time. 
And instead of tackling the biggest beast you can think of, it's best to start with the little things in life and start becoming aware of this impatience. And I'm sure you'll all become quite surprised by all the little things we do to try and take shortcuts and just buy a little extra time or just not focused on what we're really trying to achieve. And it never really pays off when we try and take these shortcuts. The time will catch up and possibly bring a much heavier load than it when it first came around. Such as even just an uh, example, uh, neglecting a child because you're too busy in your own affairs. And a few years go past and you wonder why you have such a troublemaker causing more destruction as you might label in your life. Then it's just because you didn't put in that time. You were too impatient to put in that time. And it's people bring this on to themselves all the time in far more cases than just a neglected child. It's just even the little small things in our life, just day to day from traffic to even just what we want to do in our pleasure time. It's all over our lives and it's a And just not letting people finish what they're saying because you're too <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> It's just, there's just too many things that we do where I think we're not even aware that it is impatient until we really dive down and start dissecting our own lives. It's a good point. A lot of people notice a lot of things wrong with how they think and they realize they're uncomfortable somehow, but it's hard for them to you know, pinpoint what the problem is. Plus, nobody likes to tell themselves they're impatient or for someone to tell them they're impatient, you know, nobody wants to be that way or wants to think they are until, you know, they really think about it and think about what impatience is and then be mindful enough to watch how they're thinking in different situations. So you're saying, you know, like impatience is something that we grow into and a lot of times we grow into it we don't, it's not like we notice it happening. It's not like we're like, oh, I was more impatient than I am yesterday. And, you know, just grow into it. And then you don't even realize what it is or realize that you're being that way. It's like I said, you just go through life in all these uncomfortable moments and think it's something that's wrong with everything else. And uh, what I think impatience tend to be is tends to be is being uncomfortable with the time in between satisfactions we kind of talked about that in another video of what uh satisfaction is and how we find it in all kinds of like quick cheap sometimes unhealthy things just to get us by to the next satisfaction and we're constantly trying to fill that space in between as if we could just always be satisfied through having things or eating things. <laughs> uh, so this happens when we're consciously dependent on other stuff, constantly grabbing our attention. Like it, when it's hard for us to sit alone or just not having anything going on, not having a TV going, not having music playing, just not having anything going on, just, 
sitting there and, you know, it's kind of like being bored. But for some people, it goes past being bored and they just get anxious and stressed and all kinds of things when they don't have something else grabbing their attention. This need to have our attention directed somewhere is similar to uh, chasing chasing desires in the way that as soon as something stops holding our attention, we we want our next fix. Just like how we think we will be happy when we fulfill a specific desire, but then the satisfaction of that fulfilled desire wears off, and we want to f- we want to find something else. Uh, so many times we've thought in our life, you know, something along the lines of if I could just have this one thing. Or, if only this would happen, then I could be happy in life. But of course, that satisfaction doesn't last forever. It's not long before we find another desire in our mind that we want to chase. Sometimes, sometimes the fulfilling of a certain desire is even the very thing that opens the door to more suffering and annoyance and anxiety and stress and just other negative feelings and, well, impatience. <laughs> um, impatience can be triggered when specific desires aren't met at a specific moment and we think they should be. It's one of the many discomforts that come from just wishing a moment or a situation was different than it is instead of working with working with it the best way you can at the time. It comes from not having a sense of comfort in the present moment. It comes from not being mindful enough. When you're mindful and able to experience the present moment instead of being stuck in the past or future, uh, your mind isn't in such a rush to get to the next thing all the time because you can just be comfortable in whatever's going on. People love changing consistency and newness. We talked about this too. We've talked about a lot of this stuff before, but it all you know ties into uh, making people impatient. But people love changes in consistency and newness and new stimulation. They like stuff to be, they like stuff to be different from one moment to the next. It's like a shot of satisfaction each time. Uh, this is why social media can be so addicting because within a within a matter of seconds, you can see several new bits of information with just a swipe or scroll of the finger. I know, I know. I've spent a lot of time scroll, scrolling through Facebook posts, barely giving any attention to 90% of the posts I'm seeing, but it remained satisfying because there were several changes in consistency consistency with very little effort. This would basically go on for me until I caught myself doing it and would think something like, what am I doing right now? Like, what is this really doing for me? Another example of people needing constant stimulation is the fact that most people in Western culture can't be comfortable with just sitting alone with themselves like we're, you know, just saying people just get all kinds of uncomfortable negative feelings when they're they don't have anything to do and they're just left with their mind as it's only as their only stimulation. You know, their minds get the best of them and they get bored and uncomfortable and if it's any kind of extended time at all, even just like an hour or two, they would probably start to get stressed and start overthinking and then that just becomes a stimulation that's going on. This has a bunch of implications far beyond just being bored or deciding how to spend our free time. When we have this sort of dependent mindset or this needy mindset for stuff to be constantly grabbing it, it makes us or it makes it hard 
makes it hard for us to accept how things are at a given moment. This is where impatient as we know it and its inability to accept a situation as it is comes in. You know, like think about it if think about it if we're in traffic and we're constantly thinking that we shouldn't be in traffic or we shouldn't be stuck there because we have somewhere to be or, or that <laughs> or that uh we have to get somewhere faster than we're going to be able to. We tend to grow impatient. Sometimes there's nothing that at all. Just absolutely <laughs> absolutely nothing we can do about a situation or nothing we should do about a situation situation even if we can sometimes and if we get stuck wanting to change that when we can't then obviously we're going to have negative feelings because we're going to be resisting something that you can't really do anything to resist except feel bad about it so this constantly wanting to change a moment that we can't change or this constant thinking a certain moment should be different than it is uh, tends to make us grow impatient because we want it to be different. <laughs> we want it to be different, but we can't do anything about it and we just have to wait. And then that whole time we're waiting instead of just being mindful and in the moment and just taking in what's going on around you, you're just in your head yelling at people and just being a big old grump ass just because you got somewhere to be that's more important than everything else that's going on. I know we've talked some before about how overthinking is a huge problem for basically everybody. Overthinking is impatience of the mind. If there's nothing distracting or stimulating our minds and we have this impatient mindset, then our mind will start to stimulate itself. And if we aren't mindful enough to experience the present moment, then our minds will draw off past and future thoughts and experiences and uh, everything just for fuel to create the stimulation at once. And this tends to lead to mental exhaustion. And if you've ever, ever been really exhausted or stressed, you may have noticed that you are a far less patient person in that state. You're quicker than usual to become annoyed at situations or people or the environment you're in. You're quicker to say things you don't mean and quicker to act in ways you later wish you didn't. And it all stems from not being content with our own unstimulated minds and desiring for any given moment to be different than it is at the time. <clears throat> you can take a few moments just sitting and thinking to see this, not intentionally thinking about anything, but just sitting and seeing how much stuff is going through your mind. The less time the less time you have that you're not thinking about anything and the more you follow uh just follow one thought to the next, it just tends to lead to a more impatient mindset and the more impatience you grow in yourself. And this is a huge issue in today's culture because it's not natural for our minds to work this way. It's not like our human mental baseline to be overthinking all the time like we are. In fact, it's the opposite. Our natural baseline is a calm and a calm and spaciously minded until a different mindset is needed. And then we're not so when a different mindset's needed, mindset is needed like running away from a mammoth or something, I don't know. Whatever we had to worry about then. Old school stuff. Yeah. And like <laughs> When we're not overthinking and our mind isn't full of distractions and stuff, then 
we're able to run away from that crazy wild animal because we're not we don't have to pull ourselves out of that to get into another mindset we're just 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 there readily readily available for us <clears throat> and this isn't to say that it's bad to indulge in our minds or stimulation that keeps our minds running it's not bad to watch tv and listen to music and be on social media and use other forms of stimulating entertainment but it's it's devastating to our mental health if we get trapped in thinking that this is how it's supposed to be all the time and we can't get out of it it's extremely similar to an an addictive drug that we can't break a habit with our mental health is just as if not more important than our physical health because it determines our entire experience in life including some aspects of our physical health there's so many people with physical ailments that are able to be happy people and live life with immense joy and very little stress all the time. But there tends to not be so many people with negative, unhealthy, untamed, impatient mindsets that share the same amazing quality of life. And that's not to say that if you have a busy, untamed, or overactive mindset that you can't be happy but your mental and overall life quality potential will suffer greatly. You may view yourself as happy, but your view of what happiness is or can be very, very skewed. You may consider yourself happy despite a bunch of unnecessary stresses just because you're used to feeling stress and impatient and you can't let go of it, so you don't even have a real view of what genuine happiness is. You just think it's normal to have all these uncomfortable feelings. And when you're free of those things, your life becomes a lot more enjoyable than you can even imagine from where you are currently. Most people haven't had that mental or conscious freedom to even know that it, ex- it, it exists. They haven't had that. They haven't experienced how happy they could actually be. So they just assume wherever they're at is how it's supposed to be and that's how happy they should be. So a lot of people that have this impatient mindset look at people that have a more mindful mindset or a more patient mindset and think things like, you know, well, I'm just not like that. I'm just an impatient person. That's just how I am. Or I overthink because I'm just an overthinker and that's just how I am. That's how I'm stuck being. But Usually that's not the case at all. It's just that no one no one teaches us how we're or you know, when we're growing up how to not be an overthinker or how to be patient. Sure, you may be told as a child things like patience is a virtue or just be patient. But telling someone to do that doesn't teach them how to do it. We're taught that we're taught almost nothing about how to preserve or recover our mental health as we grow up. And you can see this, especially in Western culture, by how uh, egotistic everybody is. Not egotistic as in thinking stuff like, you know, I'm better than you because of this or that, or I'm the best or nothing like that. But egotistical in the way that we allow our ego to trick us into thinking that we are intentionally and consciously thinking whatever it is that the ego is telling us. So now I guess the big question is how do we get there? When we're in that moment that is making us feel impatient 
And when we're in a situation that we don't really feel like being in, what can we do in that moment? And I think the first step and the most important thing is to realize when you're being impatient. (laughs) So just when you're in a situation that's making you irritated or making you feel impatient, just notice that, you know, you have that, you have that awareness that's like, oh, this is what's going on around me and I need to be doing something else and I'm in a hurry and all this stuff and then you have that awareness behind that that's aware of that so it's like you're thinking all these thoughts and then you have that awareness behind that that knows you're thinking those thoughts and you want to just you want to get in touch with that and connect to that awareness that knows you're thinking and that's that's the part of your mind that's gonna be able to call you out and that's the part of your mind that's gonna be able to be like hey stop that like you're being impatient. Slap the wrist. Yeah, just <laughs> And once you start to do that, I mean that's really like a big part of the process. That's probably the first couple steps cuz once you start to notice that, even just the noticing of that cuts down on it a lot. And then from there, just try to pay attention to things that you can do something about right then and things that you can't do something about right then. And if it's something you can't do something about right then, like traffic or something, then, I mean, you just have to deal with it and you want to just try to, this is where like mindfulness comes in a lot. And if you're practicing being mindful and when you're not impatient, then you can, you know, transfer that over into situations where you feel impatient And a lot of that just comes down to being aware that there is a space in between the things you have to do and in between your thoughts. And notice how many of your thoughts are thoughts about the past or future and how few of them are about right now. You know, like we're constantly thinking like, oh, I got to do this tomorrow or I got to do this later or thinking about. Some asshole that this. cut us off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just so many of our thoughts take place in the past and future, and we spend so little time in the present moment. And you hear that term a lot, the present moment, and just being in the now. And you hear that a lot for a reason, because that's, like naturally that's just where you are you just cover that up with thoughts of the past and future so much that you don't really experience the here and now you can hear about it all you want but until you're able to calm your mind a little and not be thinking about everything that's not the here and now then you're not you're not going to be able to experience that and when you get yourself able to experience that and be aware of that space in between everything then you can start to transfer that over into situations that are making you feel impatient. And you can just, because I don't know, you don't really, when you're in that present moment, you don't feel like time's going by. You don't feel like, oh, I've been sitting here for 10 minutes waiting for this guy to turn, or I've been, you know, stuck here, or I can't do this until then. You're not thinking like that. You're just 
paying attention to exactly what's going on at the moment. And then from there, you can kind of notice that you don't need anything to be different, that like you have everything you need at that moment. And if, especially if it's a situation that you can't do anything about, then I mean, really that just takes responsibility off of your hands because there's nothing that you have to do at that time to fix it. You just have to let whatever it is play itself out. Just like you were talking about earlier, when we like to jump from uh, desire to desire, just that stimulation we're constantly looking for, we're really always just looking for shortcuts to get there. And even when we are uh, a part of these desires, we're even taking shortcuts in those desires just to get that trying to get the most flow out of it and really when we're taking these shortcuts we're cheating ourselves out of true experience and also possibly taking it away from others you're letting all kinds of opportunities slip away from you and as we always say every step is as is important as the last and that's what living in the now is all about just being able to embrace every moment as an experience to take in you may not see it as beautiful as the destination you're trying to reach but it's taking you there why not stop and smell the flowers stress comes from when we steer away from what's actually happening and when we lose our focus to our own minds we slip back into the world we've created for ourselves that ego thinking and we're not experiencing that one we're really a part of and a very important thing to know is when you're not patient and you're trying to control these situations you're really trying to control what cannot be controlled and this is just a setup for disaster a trap for ego to take over and inflict this stress or pain onto ourselves just like uh, the traffic example or waiting for a bus and you start becoming upset because you're waiting too long why isn't he here why aren't these car moving cars moving (laughs) what what good is this doing unless you're trying to get yourself in a fall mood you can't control the bus driver what problems he may have ran into you can't control other people on the road just carrying out their everyday lives, nor would you want to. And even the one thing that got me into thinking more about this stuff, like uh, just consider like perhaps there is an accident and you're just getting upset because someone's dying and you just want to get through traffic. It's silly and selfish to think that way in And you can also think, like, what if I was that person in the accident? You wouldn't want people to be so, or be impatient. You would want people to be patient so you could get rescue and have your life saved. Or would you want everyone to be upset because you're dying and creating an inconvenience to them? You'll never be able to control the happening of the universe but you can control what part you're playing in it. And when impatient comes, not only do you 
not have control over yourself and control over the happening. So you just lose, you're at complete uh, lack of control everywhere around. You're not controlling yourself. You don't have control of the happening, of course. So what are you in control of? You're letting your emotions run wild. Excuse me. <laughs> and a, a good example is uh, just impatience on a scale we don't know is when we're running late to work, we just wake up late, we for, sleep through the alarms, and we get ourselves in this uproar. We start ripping a, our room apart, getting ready. Our minds aren't focused, so we can't remember where we put the wallet or keys. We forget to grab lunch or brew the coffee. And then we start just racing through traffic, getting even more upset because there's people honking at us over our poor driving. That's putting ourselves and others at risk, only to probably arrive somewhere we don't even wish to be at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and we're already late to begin with. And then... We get into it with the boss because we have a poor attitude when we're trying to discuss why we're late, and then they just give the negativity right back. And just look at all those extra stresses we brought on to ourselves. We got to go home and clean up the mess because we got ready, to, or yeah, we had to go home and clean up the mess we made frantically trying to get ready. We're upset because we forgot the lunch or coffee, pissed because we couldn't find the keys or wallet. We're mad about all those other drivers showing anger towards us. Or maybe worse, we did get into the accident and upset at our boss because he got snippy with us when the day literally could have just been one stressor of being late if we had just left it at that and took it as it was could have calmly gotten ready like a normal day, not making a mess, remembering the coffee and lunch, recalling where our keys and wallet were because our mind's more focused, a nice, quiet, smooth drive to work, an understanding boss because we're able to calmly apologize and explain ourselves. And that's the difference between of having a little patience and self-control Versus impatient and that impulse, just losing control of yourself. We're just simply trying to control the uncontrollable, and it just throws ourselves into this f hellish spin of just stressors. My sister showed me a very fitting gift of trying to control the uncontrollable, and it's a man trying to mop up the tide as it comes to shore. And it really is how ridiculous we can seem when we try and fight the ined inevitable <laughs> and let it get in our way. No matter how hard we try, no matter how big of a fuss we make, it's just not going to work out. Just like the old saying, trying to smooth rough waters with a f iron, you're only going to disrupt it more and make even more waves. But if we have the patience, and in this case of trying to mop up the waves coming in high tide, if we just let time work its magic and let the tides fall, we sometimes see or find we can get what we wanted after all. But 
we are always at the mercy of the universe, and it doesn't happen on our time. The co- time comes when the moment is right. And it's really like you uh, think of uh, a lot of good professional fighters or boxers, and they just don't start rushing at their opponent, fist flying. They usually are a little more on defense, and they wait for their opponent to throw that first throw. And then they got to duck and dodge, and they just they find that right opportunity to strike. And that's kind of what a good mindset to have is just putting it out there. You know what you want to do. You want to take your opponent down, but you have to wait for the right time, and you can't rush these things. The opportunity will come when it's suitable, when the universe allows it to happen. Another thing trying to be more patient does is, or at least working on it, like I was saying, it's important to notice that space in between the things you can do something about and the things you can't. And it's important to notice that space in between responsibility so life doesn't just seem like one constant stream of things you have to do and things you have to take care of and obligations and responsibilities you have and once you start to see that space in between there not only not only is that like your break from all that stuff but it also gives you that like lets you have that like creative spaciousness in your mind what i mean by that is the more, the less stuff you have going through your mind all the time and the more in the moment you are and the more you have not an empty mind, but the more you aren't so focused on something that you can't let other stuff into it, the more just good ideas you might get, the more creative you can be because you just have more, This is you're just more in a flow state. Your mind's in a more of a flow state instead of and instead of having all these obligations and responsibilities it has more time to just play and just uh i don't know bring things into your awareness that make you feel good it's kind of like if you if you just sit there and stare at somebody you know like have like say you're having a staring contest with somebody you know it's hard not to laugh like because you just feel good and you know you just want to laugh and you're both just sitting there in that moment. You're not, I mean, maybe you're thinking stuff, but it's not like you're sitting there thinking like, I don't know, some some specific reason why you want to laugh. You just know that like sitting there staring at somebody staring back at you makes you want to laugh and it just brings you into that moment and it just brings out a good feeling in you because it's letting your mind have that, uh, just that gap in between thoughts and it's letting your mind have that creative spaciousness in between thinking about everything you have to do in life and everything you're responsible for. Talking about that flow state, it's really like when we go to work and it's, I see so many people do this and they're just waiting for the day to end. They're at work. They just got there. And it's just, they're constantly looking at the clock. Like, oh, I can't wait to go home. I can't wait to go home. And I I don't know about you, but I find if you just keep your mind occupied and busy, instead of just constantly looking at the clock, 
you do get into that flow state and time just seems to go by so much quicker when you're just not worried about what's going to happen and it's so much more comforting than that constant oh what time is it is it time to go no you just you know you're going to be there for a while so just sit back relax let your mind drift off into something more pleasant like i like to turn on a podcast or even if i don't have something going i just get lost in some thought train and next thing I know, hours have passed by, but when I'm watching that clock, it's, oh shit, it's only been 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's just you, getting into this flow state and not worrying about what's to come next. It helps time go by quicker. It helps you achieve more. And it's just so much less stress-free because you're not attaching yourself to i i want the future to be here now when like i said you can't control the happening time moves at this consistent wave and so you're never going to make it move faster by just watching the clock but if you can stop and smell the flowers just get into that flow state accept what you're doing then it just it really lightens the load on you and you're just able to knock it out and then before you know it you're where you want to be the future will catch up with the present that work example you used that's a real good example because that was one of the first first things i noticed when i grasped my first grasped a concept of the present moment and like being here now that was like one, that was the first thing I noticed was at work I wasn't like oh man how much longer do I have to go I didn't feel like I was stuck somewhere for some amount of time I just stopped thinking about leaving basically the future and stopped thinking about the past and how long I've been there and just did whatever I had to do and then like you said you know before you know it you're, you know it's time to go and that's I mean, it sounds obvious that, you know, if you keep yourself busy, then time's going to go by quicker, but people don't realize how much of that, like, dragging feeling at work they bring onto themselves just by thinking that. And when you develop, well, because it's just being impatient, just, you know, what we're talking about, you're being impatient and wanting to leave, and uh, the less you can get out of that mindset and the more you can just do what you're doing without thinking about it and thinking about what you have to do next and how much you've already done and when you got there and when you have to leave, the less you think about that, the more just all those concepts just go away and you're just there just doing it. You're just there doing what you're doing. And then at some point you won't be there doing that, but you know, if you just experience that when it comes instead of trying to experience that before it's even possible to do so, then just the less of that, like I said, the less of that dragging on feeling you get. And you can even take this example out of work and apply it to so many things in your life, but take uh, the example of a doctor or a carpenter building your house. You don't want them to rush on what they're doing. You want them to do a good job and have them, you should expect them to take a joy in what they're doing rather than just, oh, 
I gotta leave in an hour. Let's let's hold this off. <laughs> so you don't want people to be rushing, especially when it comes to your home or your health. You know, if we just leave these few pieces of wood out, uh, we can get out of here on time, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same in almost everything in, in your life. Like you should want to take this joy because if anything's worth doing, it's worth doing right. And that comes with this patience. And when you get impatience, you just get shoddy work, even if it's just reaching a life goal or just something simple as getting through the day. But if you're able to actually really take part of it and try, just find the good in it, what how it's benefiting you, you can really just get so much out of even the most dull experiences because once again, each step is as important as the last and you just get that comfort knowing you're just making it through. You're just working on to the next step. And of course, some steps are a little more rough than others. Some aren't as pretty. But what you're trying to reach, if you view it as something beautiful, those steps are just as important and it's really all... It's all beautiful because it's all taking you to the same place, just where you're at in that journey. It's just like, uh, think of forest fires, just how ugh, dead and ugly everything looks. Natural occurring forest fires, <laughs> but everything after forest fires, just all dead, gross. It just looks desolate. But that's actually a vital play into regrowing a new healthy ecosystem. And soon enough, you have that. Did you say ecosystem or ecosystem? (laughs) (laughs) But soon enough, you have that beautiful bloom. And it's just, it's really what it needed was that burn to create this healthy new life. And just apply that to yourself when you get in these sticky situations. It's. It's just a part of the happening. It's a part of the steps to get to where you want. It's just life. As cliche as it sounds, it really comes down to it being the journey, not the destination. You know, like if you're always, if you always think you have to be at a certain point, then you're always going to be impatient because even each point is in between other points on a different scale. So, you know, you can be, think like, it's like if you wake up and you're being, like you were saying, you're being impatient and trying to find your stuff or trying to get dressed and you're being, you just feel impatient about it. Well, those, so it's like you wake up and then you're feeling impatient because you just want to find your keys. So like those, that finding your keys is like one point that you just want to get to. And then after that, maybe you're like you said, you're trying to find your wallet. So then finding that wallet is another point. But those are both points in between the point of waking up and the point of going to work. You know, those are points that are leading to that. So if you're always trying to jump from just one point to the next, like if you're trying to go from that, if you're being impatient and trying to go from that finding the keys to the finding the wallet, it's not like you're going to find the wallet and be satisfied because even that stuff is just in between a bigger point. And then going to work that day is just a point in between a bigger point. And 
the less you feel like you have to be on a certain spot all the time, the more those points smooth out into just one, just one happening. And you can realize there doesn't have to be those like specific solid points. You can just like, do you think that's going to satisfy you when you finally get to that next point? But it's not. So then you can just find that satisfaction and just that smoothness. Like, you know, when you smooth out all those points, you can just find that satisfaction because you're already at where you're supposed to be if there's no points for you to be at. Like, if you don't make it like a goal that I have to do this and do this and do this and do this, then you can just do all of it without feeling like there's somewhere else you have to be other than where you're at at the time. It's like, uh, I don't know if this makes sense, but it's like the, I didn't know if what I just said did either for (laughs) the first minute or so. I thought so. You're good. (laughs) But it's like, uh, thinking like, instead of just thinking, well, this is work, uh, versus this is the day. And then you can even take that further. Like this is just, the day versus this is the week and so on you can go this is the day versus this is life in general and so once you like you were saying once you can get past those points you can just start accepting things to be as they are and it's just a part of your life it's nothing to get stressed about it's just something it's it's a necessary point that's coming into your life. And, of course, you have that ability to make it necessary or unnecessary. But if you're willing to put yourself in the shoes to take care of whatever it may be, then that is just a part of life. And it's just going back to those steps, those points, like where are you at? And it's just, this is it. This this is what I have to do. There's no, oh, I have to do this. It's just, oh, okay, I got to do this. Just like our everyday jobs or taking out the trash. You know, I was just thinking a good way, a good way to take yourself out of that mindset of always having to be at a point where you're not is instead of thinking, I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to find this and I have to do this next and I have to be here by then. You know, instead of thinking I need to, I need to, I need to just think I am Just think about, you know, what you're doing. I am waking up. Okay. I am looking for my keys and don't think about when you find your keys, just I'm looking for my keys and then you find your keys and then now I'm looking for my wallet and then, okay, now I'm going to work. Now I'm at work, you know, instead of thinking, so that you know keeps you in that moment and keeps you focused on what you're doing and not stressing about what you have to do or if you're going to have it done in time or if you're going to need to find this or that before you go and it just just thinking that I am instead of I need to or I did or I have to by sometime just keeping yourself in there and just focus on what you're doing and you can even use that to help with what we were talking about earlier with developing that observer or witness mindset to your impatience, because if you get used to thinking, I am doing this, I am doing that, then you can, you'll start noticing when you're being impatient and you'll start noticing not just 
I'm, I am doing this, but I am thinking this or I am feeling this. And when you do that, then you can think I am feeling impatient. And then that can just be an automatic trigger for you to apply what you know about not feeling that way. Redirect that mind. Yeah. Just talking about patience and impatience, you just all great things will take time. And especially if you do want to have that whole experience and do things right. I mean, is there is no right or wrong, but you know, getting that <laughs> true benefit out of the experience and that right for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you just think of all the skills that people take time to master, such as being a musician, um, being a fighter or even just being a business owner these things take great time usually sometimes you get that lucky roll the dice and you can just get it done but most of these things take a good amount of time to conquer and accomplish and even just the small example of getting ready for work in the morning if you want that nice calm morning then it takes time to get ready in the morning. But if you try and rush it and you're just a hurry after a hurry, it's just not as pleasing and pleasant. You're just, once again, stressing about too many things and, oh, this isn't going right. You're just not giving it that time. And just look at all the technology we have, the roadways, Everything, almost everything we appreciate in life, even from just the mountain formations, forests, and rivers, this all took a great deal of time to form. And once again, it's just the happening of the universe and just letting that flow go with it to create something beautiful. And even from the beginning of the universe to the creation of you, and once again, everything you know to love, this took 13 billion years, <laughs> 13, 14. And so this is just, it's just a good way to put in perspective that all good comes in good time. You just got to be patient and let it happen. If you were born even just, a few hundred years ago, you might think it would be cool, but especially in our today's society with all of our technology and just things we have at our fingertips, even just medical abilities, you might think it's cool to live 500 years ago, but once you get there, it's like, oh, geez. <laughs> Quick, I need anti-venom. I need anti-venom. Right? <laughs> Why hasn't this been made yet? <laughs> So it's just all good things will come in good time. And you just have to be patient and just let it ride out. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know? <laughs> so I just want to give a bunch of, a slew of examples of just showing impatience versus patience. And hopefully you can get something out of it and start applying it to your life and start off let's let's give our let's get our nice movie reference in for the night 
And it's you don't want to start a movie. <laughs> Julia, come here. You don't want to start a movie at the ending. You want to experience the whole thing. You want to start there, see the beginning of the journey, the conflicts involved, and then you want the resolution. And it's just the same with music. You don't want to start at the end of the song. You want to hear the same, the whole thing. Books, vacations, even burning of the candle or incense. You all want these to be prolonged experiences and also uh, another example uh, waiting for the hot water tank to fill up after <laughs> a nice shower do you want to take a nice warm shower or do you want to take that cold shower what? I'm, I'm, as much as I like to advocate <laughs> cold showers I'm, I'm, I'm a warm shower kind of guy so I tried them Tried the colds. I was doing good for a few. <laughs> now our bathtub's a lot bigger though, so I was thinking about taking me. I'd be able to soak my whole self in it. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Yeah, nice soak. Just jump in there and get all chilly. But yeah, if you're a hot shower kind of guy, do you want to just settle for that cold shower, or do you want to? Just wait those few minutes and get that nice, pleasant experience. Or even when it comes to buying something we really want, and we got that big price tag on that nice luxury item, but then we see that knockoff for a little cheaper, and it just got horrible reviews. It's, eh, should I just settle for the knockoff because I can get it now, or should I save up for the nice big prize I actually wanted? Or another example is waiting for Christmas to come. You got the one big day, and what if Christmas was every day? And then it would just lose its luster. You wouldn't want Christmas. I'd be broke. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so there's just showing that, that patience of just waiting for that one good event to happen. It just makes it so much more special, just waiting it out and just... Mm, here it comes, here it comes, that build-up. <laughs> or if Christmas isn't your holiday, perhaps Halloween, 4th of July, if you're a bunny guy, the Easter. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, surviving in the wilderness. Uh, you could... If you're if you're one of their survival people, you know that it's smarter to let food come for come to you. <laughs> <laughs> let food come smarter to let food comfort you. <laughs> and the food, <laughs> food example. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're a survival person, you're trying to survive in the wild. Uh, you want food to come to you, and you don't want to take your whole day out. Uh, wasting all this energy just trying to go on this hunt that may or may not bring you that gift of food you, you're smart about it you set up traps maybe you entice them with a nice meal to come to you and you wait for that food to come to you so you can actually conserve your energy and you can have what you wanted in the end without putting nearly as much effort into it you're just waiting it out and you don't eat your bait 
Yeah. <laughs> just gotta Put be it out and wait. Just gotta be smart about it. Um, and even just tr- trees and other animals during winter. I mean, I'm sure they don't want to lie dormant, but that's the difference between life or death for them. They just, they're like, okay, winter time's here. Let's crawl away till we can start blooming again, till we can start crawling around again. They just wait it out. Trees aren't animals, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Those are just a a few slew of examples of just waiting out versus just jumping into it and just trying to get what you want immediately. There's in all those examples, you can see that big difference of where the real payoff is. And more often than not, the more timely or the more time. The more patient way <laughs> is the one that more often than not will pay off and benefit you the most. So to kind of wrap it up a bit, it's important to realize that impatience isn't something that you're taught to do or not do or something you're taught to be or not be. You're not really ever taught you're told to not be impatient and you're told it's good to be patient and to do it but you know we're not taught when we're growing up how to do that so you shouldn't have any kind of bad feelings about being impatient because everybody is on some level and a lot of people are on a big level <laughs> a lot of people are really impatient the when they're in you need patience with yeah <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And uh, so that first step is just recognizing that you're impatient. And that can really be one of the hardest steps. But once you're able to take that step back out of whatever the situation you're in is and see it from an outside perspective, you can see that, okay, I'm being impatient. I'm having impatient thoughts or feelings right now. And then even just even just that thought alone brings you into the moment because you're thinking about what you're doing at that moment. And then from there, you can just apply tools to relieve that feeling of impatience and to bring yourself into the moment. One of those, uh, one of those being just thinking I am instead of I need to think I am doing this, I'm doing that. You can still keep it in your head and you can still know what you have to do throughout the day, but don't think about all the things you're not doing yet. Just take each one, each one a step at a time and just think I am doing this. I am getting up. I am looking for my keys, not okay. I got up. Now I have to find my keys. Now I have to make breakfast. Now I have to find my wallet. Now I have to go to work. Just, Think about what you are doing at the time, not what you have to do in the future. Got some wrap-up to add? Uh, really, just uh, remember where your intentions are lying in, in anything throughout life, whether it's a daily progression or a lifetime progression. Just 
remember where your intentions lie, what you're working to. And when you find yourself getting stressed out, just keep asking yourself why until you get down to that point where you're like, oh, to the point where you're answering these questions and it just becomes so silly when you finally get the answer. Like, oh, I upset at this because of I'm just being impatient <laughs> or I just want to be watching TV right now. And so just really, yeah, just becoming more aware and just any practice you can get and just calling yourself out, really. Just be noticeable or notable of your behavior and what you're doing. I think it definitely benefit you greatly if you just take that time aside to just do those callings out and remembering where your intentions lie. Well, I think that wraps it up for this one. Hope you guys enjoyed this and could take something useful from it. As always, if you liked it, hit that like button, subscribe, notifications, all that YouTube jazz. We hope you join us next time. Until then, be patient. <laughs> we'll be back. See ya. See ya.